Well, hello and welcome to the e-commerce podcast with me, your host, Matt Edmondson. We are in our August little series here where we're talking uh, about lessons that we have learned uh, from our cohort workshop experts. I'm going to explain more about what cohort is uh, in just a minute. But first, let me welcome my sidekick for these conversations, uh, the show's producer, uh, Sadaf Bainon. Did you like that? The, the sidekick. I, I liked it. A... I liked yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sadaf, the sidekick. Oh, yes. So welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Uh, if you are watching the podcast, you will notice that I'm wearing the same T-shirt that I wore last week. Because it is a fairly it's a fairly distinctive yeah. T-shirt that I'm wearing. I'm wearing a tie-dye Goonies T-shirt. Um, and that's, if I'm honest, that's because we're batch recording. It's not because I only have one yeah. T-shirt. Uh, and so we're doing episode four today. And after we've recorded this, we are going to do next week's episode, episode five, yeah. straight after. So... <laughs> Uh, just full disclosure and full uh, full honesty, full transparency, because, you know, we like to be <laughs> fully transparent here. Um, so, yes, why don't you uh, explain what cohort is set after this week? Because I think I've probably talked about it enough and I think people want to hear your voice more than they want to hear mine. So go for it. Um, so cohort is a series of uh, workshops that we do. Am I, am I getting this right? We need to cut this. I'm totally not cutting this. <laughs> you are cutting it. <laughs> you are cutting this because I, just, I, I just need another coffee right now. <laughs> so I'm like, what is going on? <laughs> this is really so, ladies and gentlemen. Let me explain what's going on. Sadaf does actually know what cohort is. I do, I do want to be clear. Oh um, but Sadaf and I was we scheduled to record these podcasts. And um, she's in Canada at the moment, on an extended vacation. I'm in England, so the time zones have screwed her up a little bit. And so we were due to start. And so I've sent me a text message saying, I am really, really sorry. I've overslept. So turned up to the to the call like 30 minutes late. And bless you, the coffee's not quite kicked in yet, has it? It hasn't. No, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's just that level of professionalism uh, that I quite like. So we'll see whether that final cut makes it into the podcast because Sadaf is, in fact, the show's <laughs> producer. Has the power to cut those things. Me, I'm going to leave it yeah, in, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm not I'm not hitting the pause button. We're just going to carry on. So uh, if you are tuning in for the first time, we are a little bit more professional than this on the e-commerce podcast. We are having a little bit of fun, to be fair, over the August episodes where Sadaf and I are just chatting about lessons that we've learned from the cohort workshops. <laughs> cohort, by the way. Uh, just, so Bainon doesn't butcher it. The, the, Bainon the butcherer. Uh, um, is, is a monthly mastermind group that we run. And every month we, uh, we have a workshop delivered by an expert. Uh, we have experts come in, uh, people that we know from the world of e-commerce. They come in, they do a workshop, super practical, super helpful. And all we're doing is talking about some of the lessons that we have learned on e from the e-commerce cohort. If you'd like to know more about e-commerce cohort, do check out ecommercecohort.com. You can find out all the information that you need to know there. And if you're in e-commerce, do come and join us. Right. That is a slightly more professional introduction. Uh, yeah, thank you, Matt. <laughs> I think we rescued that. I don't think anyone noticed. No, not at all. <laughs> Come on, sidekick, wake up. So let's, uh, let's talk about all right. what workshop are we talking about today? So we're talking about email marketing, which was delivered by Daniel Budai. He's also been on, um, on the podcast as a guest as well. 
Yes, Badai. Dan, yeah. uh, Dan from Badai Media um, right. delivered a, a workshop called The Ten Commandments of Email Marketing, I think was mm-hmm. the exact title. Mm-hmm. Um, and this was great. And I remember this because of the, the opening uh, slide from his presentation was Moses standing there with tablets, you know, the Ten Commandments. <laughs> right on it. Uh, yeah. And so I thought that was very good. And that sort of was stuck into my head. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. he's, he did the Ten Commandments of email marketing, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. And so he went the, through these 10 things. And again, on cohort, the way it works is you go through this workshop, super practical. And my advice to everybody doing it is, listen, pick four, no more than four things that really stick out to mm-hmm. you because um, your brain won't really cope with more than four. You're a bit like sat out first thing in the morning without coffee. It's just not working. <laughs> Not working as it should, um, but stick with four um, or less uh, is the is the is the tip. Three to four is usually a good thing. You can normally work on three to four things on your business that month. So you would have listened to Dan's workshop. You'd have gone through the email marketing, gone what three or four things can I implement in my business this month that's going to have the biggest difference? It's going to help me move the needle, um, mm-hmm. and it's something that we can consistently do. So we kind of go through that a little bit. So yes, Dan's workshop, the Ten yeah. Commandments of email marketing. So Matt, maybe we can start by talking about the role of best-selling products in your email marketing. Yeah, because this came out, doesn't it? This came out yeah. in one of his um, in one of his things. Dan mentioned this comment, which I thought was really interesting. And email marketers, listen up, because we're all guilty of this. His comment was, if people don't buy it online, why are they going to buy it when you put it in your email? And so what tends to happen is we we have some stock of some product. People aren't buying it on our website for whatever reason. So our stock is not going down as quickly as we think it should. So we then go, I'll tell you what we should do. We should throw this in an email and email it out to people just to let them know and see if they'll buy it. Um, only to discover actually sales of it are pretty low and the conversion rates on those emails have been pretty low. And this was something that Dan pulled out from the data. He's like, if people don't buy it online, they're not going to buy it from your email. And so if you want your email marketing to convert, which you do because the more people that open your email, the more people that read it, the more that signals to the email providers such as Google, Gmail being the main one, that the email is interesting, that people want to read it, that people want to open it. So your deliverability rates go up, you know, your your spam filters go down as such. Whereas if you just deliver nonsense and people can't even be bothered to read through because it's like, well, that's the product I didn't want to buy on the website. It's in the subject line of your email. I don't want to buy it now. Um, I'm not really that interested. It does have an impact on your uh, email score for one for better expression. So mm-hmm. Dan was very much like, you know, your best selling products play a pivotal role in your email marketing. Don't just use email marketing to try and sell the stuff that is pretty rubbish and that no one wants to buy anyway, because it just mm-hmm. doesn't work. Uh, and so, yeah, that was a role of best-selling products. Does that make sense? Is that, have I answered that okay? I think I have. Yeah. I'm just yes. reviewing what I've said in my head. I think that's okay. I think Dan would be happy with that answer. <laughs> so promoting what's already popular is Yeah. Is yeah, the you're wanting conversion. You're wanting marketing. people to buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. go with what is popular mm-hmm. um, rather than just trying to offload your crap for once for better mm-hmm. expression. Yeah, yeah. So things that aren't as popular where what they just don't appear in, in the email, but do they do upsells? Do, like how do they... How do they draw yeah, so I think you, it's it's not that you can't market those. I mean, obviously you've got stock and you mm. need to get rid of it. Um, the the 
it's not that you don't market it, it's not that you don't try and sell it with your cross-sells or your upsells, it's not that you don't try and put it in bundles, it's not that maybe mm -hmm. you take that product and do a gift with purchase, you mm -hmm. maybe rebadge it, you maybe rebrand it, you maybe talk about it from a different point of view to try and get people more interested in the product. So I get that there are other things that we can do and that there are other things that we should do. I think what Daniel was saying and what I wholeheartedly agree with is that that product should not be the sole purpose of your email. And we've done it in the past. We've had products where we've got way too, we've ordered way too much stock. We've just got it in and it's not going as fast as some of the other products. Mm -hmm. And so we've done emails to try and shift that product and it's just fallen flat on its face. Um, mm -hmm. So we've had to do other things to try and get people interested yeah. in that product, yeah. to try and move it, to be a bit more mm -hmm. creative than just trying to just blank, bang it on an email and hope that people buy it, which is, you know, it's never really a successful strategy, is it? But yeah. Um, yeah. but that would be, that would be yes. yeah, um, my advice. Find other ways to market that product. There's a thousand other ways to do it. Just don't rely solely on email, you know, mm -hmm. about that product to be the, the source of the sale. Of yeah. course, there's going to be someone listening to this because, you know, we've got a lot of people listen to e-commerce podcasts now, thousands of listeners all over the world, which is awesome. Wherever you are in the world, you're awesome. Absolutely awesome. Love the fact you're listening to the show. Keep listening. We do enjoy it. Um, one of the interesting things is somebody's going to email me in and go, Matt, you're totally wrong because I had this product. We couldn't sell it. I sent an email out and I sold out overnight. So I appreciate there's going to be the outliers. I appreciate there's going to mm. be the one that is the exception to the rule. Um, but it's not the rule itself. And mm -hmm. so it's, it's again, it's not me saying don't test it or try it. It's me just saying, be, you know, ask yourself the obvious question. If people are gonna, aren't going to prepare to buy it online, are they really going to be prepared to buy it in an email? Mm -hmm. mm, I don't think mm -hmm. so, are they? So, yeah, that was the whole point. Yeah, cool. Um, all right, so switching gears a little bit. He also talked about SMS marketing and... Um, its relationship to email marketing yeah or it's customer interesting. account emails or yeah no he, he, he definitely mm -hmm. with sms he, he you know talked about the link with email and sms um and i know he's a big fan of doing email and sms together um and running okay. those campaigns together obviously you don't send the same information in the sms that you send in the email because mm -hmm. you've not got that many characters um but you can and should run the campaigns alongside each other um, mm -hmm. and don't see them as two mutually exclusive things. Um, mm -hmm. See them as something that's interconnected if you can. Uh, and when you do, you usually get, so you get the conversion from, if I just run text messages, I'd get conversion X. If I just run emails, I'd yeah. get conversion Y. When I run mm -hmm. them both together, I don't get X plus Y, I get Z, if that makes sense. You get something mm -hmm. new, which mm -hmm. is bigger and better than the, you get this sort of synergistic effect. Yeah. Um, and so, and I know SMS is one of those things that still scares a lot of people. Actually, mm. it feels a bit cumbersome. It feels like I don't know if I want to do that. Um, I know exactly how you feel. Um, we today, actually, to this very day, just signed off uh, for one of our econ businesses doing SMS marketing. And I've always been a bit twitchy about it. I know Michelle at the office who heads up that side of the business. She's She's like, we're going to do SMS marketing, but I've got this rule, this rule, and this rule that everybody has to sort of listen to. Uh, mm. And so, yeah, it's um, mm. it's an interesting one. It's an interesting mm -hmm. one, SMS marketing mm. and email. Yeah. So diversifying those channels, you're getting you're getting a whole new um, batch of customers. I don't know if the batch is the right word, but uh, Z, you're getting Z. <laughs> you're getting Z, yeah. 
Yeah, not exactly. why you're getting that. <laughs> Hey, well done. That's algebra. First thing in the morning for you, the coffee's Ooh. kicking in. <laughs> I didn't um, get that. Can oh. you try again? Siri's <laughs> obviously not had his coffee either. Yeah. <laughs> um, was there anything else, Matt, that stuck out to you in that workshop? That workshop, yeah. I mean, one of the things we've been talking about a lot uh, in in our company and we're trying to get up and running and it came out again through this workshop is this whole idea of customer account emails. Mm -hmm. What I mean by this is um, we have got so used to automation now that we just mm -hmm. like everything on autopilot. So customer does this, a sequence fires off, you know, they get 10 emails over the next 10 days. So I have to spend time writing one email, uh, one, the sequence, but once it's written, it's gone, right? Dush the way it is, mm -hmm. all automated. Our newsletters automated, they're just going to go out, bang, just the way it is, all right? One email is going to go out to 10,000 people or how many people are on your list. And so email has become, I think, synonymous in some respects with quick and easy. It's like we mm -hmm. just want to get it done, get it out, get it done, get it out. Mm -hmm. Where customer account emails differ, and what I'm intrigued by is this old time print, this old school principle of customer account management. So pre-internet, which I appreciate for some listeners is very hard to imagine. Uh, mm -hmm. But I grew up in a world where there was no internet. And the first part of my career, a lot of it was customer account management. It was a lot of calling people going, hello, it's Matt here, are you happy? <laughs> um, and just trying to figure out where they are and if there was anything else that we could do or any services or any products that we had that could help them. So when we were doing saunas and steam rooms, we would um, contact the customers and go, hey, listen, do you want any essence for your steam room, which is the stuff they pump in, which makes it smell nice. Uh, it's been six months. Can we send an engineer out to service it? And so with customer account uh, emails, it's that old customer account management. It's that, how do, you, how do you deliver that in a world that is occupied with automation, that is just so set on automation? And so we're looking at ways now to use automation to help us a little bit, but also to bring back some of that old school customer account management skills, you know, we're just emailing customers and saying, hey, so we now do it uh, where Jen or Michelle or Anna Grace, so they'll be assigned when we get a new customer, they're assigned a customer account manager, that customer account manager will send them an email going, hey, it's Anna Grace here, I'm your account manager, just wanted to reach out, connect, say, hey, you got any questions? then mm -hmm. do reach out to me. And I'll tell you who started doing this um, that I've noticed. Apple, right? Mm -hmm. So um, I am an Apple business customer. I think I've single-handedly keep the share price above where it is at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> the amount of Apple products we uh, we purchase. But we have, a, we have a business account and they have account managers who call me just every six months, just out of the blue. Mm. Matt, how's it going? Do you need anything? And what happens now is if I want to buy anything from Apple, mm. rarely do I go on the website to buy it. Um, mm. I just email my account manager, um, whatever his name, let's say Dave for the sake of argument. Dave, listen, this is what I need. It's what I need it to do. What do you reckon? He's going to email me something back saying, this is a spec you need. Here's the invoice. Click this link, pay for it, and I'll make sure you get it out next day. I don't have to do anything. They've sort of taken care of everything for me. And as a result, I, I mean, I'm quite loyal to Apple as it is. 
you know, I'm sucked into their ecosystem. Um, but the fact is that I, I now have someone that I can talk to at Apple. So I've mm. make it's funny, isn't it? Because it makes you feel a little bit more connected, a little bit more special, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're looking at doing this customer account management email thing, certainly with our high value value customers tying it back with what we talked about uh, last week mm-hmm. or 10 mm-hmm. minutes ago about Neil Hoyne um, <laughs> and do you know what I mean just investing more in your high value mm-hmm. clients and maybe this is one of the ways that we could do that and so that's a really interesting thing that we're trying that we're developing at the moment we've tried all kinds of different things we're going to keep trying all different types of things but I'm really excited about mm-hmm. it as a concept because I think it could work really well if we get it right without being overwhelming on the customer mm-hmm. service team. It's got to mm-hmm. be key. Yeah, yeah. Sounds like if um, if it's done right, it can be an excellent customer engagement tool, can't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it mm-hmm. can. It can. That's really like the idea of Kelly or whoever, you know, one of our customers just emailing Anna Grace to go, Anna Grace, listen, mm-hmm. I've run out of this. Mm-hmm. Can you sort something out for me? Uh, because she's, you know, in a rush between something or other. And Anna Grace goes, yeah, Kelly, no problem. I've sorted out, just click this mm-hmm. link. It'll take you straight through to the, you don't have to log in or anything. It's going to take you straight through to the payment page. So you just clicks, you know, pay with apples. It's all done and dusted. And a great email. Kelly, I've got mm-hmm. the order. It's, it's gone out today. Don't panic. You'll have it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I mean, just mm-hmm. something like that, I think, would be wonderful, you know. Mm-hmm. And the technology is there to make that happen. So trying to get that work properly is 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 fun and games. Yeah. <laughs> it's a technical challenge. Yeah. Um, but I think we're getting there. Uh, and I think mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think we can wrap this episode up and uh, move on. So do you want to do your your thing? <laughs> <laughs> last episode, if you were listening to the last week's episode, ladies and gentlemen, this was where Sarah just went, we're done, time out. That's it, just press the end button now. And then afterwards she went, oh yeah, wait a minute, you're supposed to do that whole closing thing, aren't you? And so, yeah, this is the professional producer here, ladies and gentlemen. And um, <laughs> we always, and I completely forgot about it as well, to be fair. But yes. So should we do the professional closing thing? Thank you so much for joining us. If you would like to know more about e-commerce cohort and how it can help you and your e-commerce business, check out e-commerce cohort.com that's all one word e-commerce cohort.com there's a whole bunch of information on there that will help you uh, figure it out and uh, of course if you've got any questions you can email in and let us know and of course if no one's told you yet today so now what did we tell them so if you're awake go for it <laughs> you are awesome i am there awesome. You go. we're all awesome <laughs> <laughs> It's just a burden we have to bear. It's a phrase. It's a burden we have to bear. It's a little catchphrase. That's right. We're created awesome. It's just a burden we have to bear. So yes, <laughs> you should do that more often. Uh, I feel it's um, it's a skill that's definitely definitely there. I guess it just needs to be brought out a little bit more. Maybe a little bit more practice. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Thank you so much for joining us. Have a fantastic week. Uh, And I hope you're enjoying your August. We will be back next week for our fifth and final August uh, episode. But until then, have a great week. Bye for now.